0: And Lincoln. Can you name presidents more famous than them? Anyone want to take a shot? <laughs> too soon, too soon. The temporary annual passholder lounge in the land at Epcot has run out of Guardians of the Galaxy Zargnuts. They're gone. Yeah, boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now guests who ask for Zargnuts will be offered the alternative D's Nuts by the cats. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. I also ordered whipped cream but they were they clearly like drew the line they're like no you're an idiot. You you this is bad enough already. But here here's my chocolate chip waffle with chicken on it. This is News Today with WDW News Today. I'm Tom Corliss of WDWNT.com. Please like this video, subscribe, and hit the notifications bell to make sure you never miss the latest from the Disney theme parks all around the world. Here now, the news for June 30th, 2023. But real quick, before we get to the news, this was said on Wednesday's show, but I know not everyone watches the show every day. Um, So quick programming note, starting next week, so starting on Monday, News Today with WDW News Today is now down to just two shows a week. Um, So we still will be covering all the news we would be otherwise, just in two shows instead of three. And so that'll be on Monday and Thursday is our new release date. So Monday, July 3rd, we'll be with you. And then again on Thursday, uh, July 6th. So again, twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, the Disneyland News Today show will again be folded back into this. So we will cover Disneyland news on this program again as well. So uh, in, in essence, two fewer shows a week of news today, um, one cutting one news today, one Disneyland news today and putting two shows again Monday and Thursday. So be advised of that. Now on to the news. Crews have begun work on the foundation of the new Epcot Rideshare Loop structure in the parking lot of the park. The new Rideshare Loop and accompanying plaza have been under construction since February. Not much obvious progress has been visible since then, but we can now see a foundational line that will presumably be for the plaza. There are two parallel lines of concrete and wood with short black poles sticking out of them, uh, connected by a curved line at the far end of the Rideshare Loop. Several trucks were on the site uh, during our most recent visit, as you can see. An opening time frame for the potential rideshare loop hasn't been announced yet. A uh, rideshare pickup and drop-off are currently on the west side of the parking lot near the EV parking. Uh, this new site is near the hey, hey parking lot. The Epcot parking lots, of course, were renamed back in January. And, of course, you may remember they also named the tram areas. East and West Tram were named Earth and Space Trams, although trams still not back at Epcot in craziness meanwhile in world celebration previously the center of future world they've been undergoing a years-long transformation including the construction of Communicore hall Communicore plaza and of course uh, there are gardens dreamers point and the moana journey of water area as well the area in front of connections and creations has been filled with trees blocking views of some of the construction but we can see more white poles through the trees Most obviously, these poles are in Communicore Plaza, but they will be located throughout the gardens as well in the center. In the background of these photos, we can also see a new curved wall decorated with circles near where Dreamer's Point will be located. The Walt the Dreamer statue will be on a set of steps right behind Spaceship Earth. More white poles surround the giant Epcot logo that will be at the center of the park. The center of the logo is marked by two short walls visible to the right in the photo you're looking at now. At night, the white poles will be illuminated as seen in the concept art. You're looking at now. The giant Epcot logo will be outlined with light-up pavement, a once classic feature of Epcot that has been absent for years now. Of course, the fiber optic ground used to be a thing. This will be a more modern version of that, essentially. And uh, through the plaza construction site, we could see brown tree-like structures. We saw one of these earlier this month. Now there are more. They resemble resemble the brown curved lampposts we've seen at Journey of Water-inspired Moana, although it looks like these are not in that attraction. A small concrete structure is partially under one of the plaza overhangs, which are supported by white columns. The largest white poles are within the L-shape of the plaza, sitting on concrete forms. Some of the plaza has already been paved, and other sections of the foundation are covered in rebar. And there are six laid-up poles surrounding the plaza itself. There uh, there was previously a stage for musical performances and such in the center of Future World connected to the Fountain of Nations, so the new Communicore Plaza stage will take over that role. The building behind the stage is Communicore Hall. The spaces are named after the precursor to interventions, which was Communicore, uh, which was an opening day Epcot pavilion. Much of Communicore Hall is now covered in yellow paneling, has been for a while. Scaffolding still covers the walls of the building behind the recently reopened World Nature restrooms. Steel grids cover some of the building's walls, and according to the concept art, the building will have an exterior resembling Spaceship Earth with a pattern of triangles. There are white columns at the future entrance of Communicore Hall, and Communicore Hall, of course, will house the park's new permanent Mickey and Friends meet and greet. The building will also have a demo kitchen, a mixology bar, and a gallery space, essentially taking the role of that festival pavilion building um, that was shown in the original plans of the Epcot redo and then, of course, was canceled. The construction site for a near-complete journey of water inspired by Moana attraction was being toured by members of Walt Disney Imagineering and cast members as well earlier this week. While no official word has been heard from Disney, it's possible this could be a management walkthrough with various individuals involved in the leadership of Epcot Imagineering and this project experiencing this new attraction. Some of the water features and interactive elements appeared to be on during this visit. So it was a pretty active test uh, with cast, it seems. Earlier in the day, limited construction equipment was on the site, but there wasn't much activity from the crew. A lot of that equipment seemed to be out of the way for this test. Uh, It does look like they are putting the finishing touches on things at this time. Um, The fact that, again, um, they've showed Walt Disney Imagineering playing with the water and testing the water. We've heard the music playing. We've seen the water going ourselves, and now we've seen cast members with name tags uh, clearly being toured through and getting able, uh, getting uh, being able to play with the water and such. Um, this this looks like it's done, folks. This looks like it's real close to being done. Um, and again, we are a month away from the opening of the Food and Wine Festival. My money is still on july 29th i think this is going to be open for food and wine i could be wrong maybe they don't want to staff it that early They they said fall originally but to me this just screams that it's going to be open sooner rather than later and i just think if you're going to open a water play area the middle of summer in central florida seems like the time to do so let us know in the comments do you think it's going to open do you think they're just showing people since it's done and they'll just hold it for a while I mean, they certainly held Tron for a long time, but I don't know. I think this is going to open sooner rather than later. Disney has released pricing for the Eat to the Beat Concert Series dining packages at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. They'll go on sale on July 6th. Eat to the Beat, of course, is a popular live music event held during that event. A dining package includes a meal at a participating restaurant, as well as guaranteed seats at the Eat to the Beat concert that evening. At Spice Road Table, the package includes two small plates, a shared dessert platter, and a non-alcoholic beverage. Uh, All other participating restaurants include an appetizer, entree, and dessert, or one full buffet or family-style meal uh, where applicable, as well as a non-alcoholic beverage. And here's the full uh, full list of those restaurants and their pricing. Uh, breakfast at the Akershus Royal Banquet Hall is $64 for adults, $41 for children. Lunch and dinner will be $74 and $48. At the Beer Garden, it is $60 or $34. At Coral Reef, $69 or $27. Breakfast at Garden Grill, $53 or $34. Lunch and dinner at Garden Grill, $66 or $43. Le Cellier Steakhouse will be $95 or $36 for kids. Spice Row Table, $47 or $20. And the pl- uh, prices we just listed do not include tax or gratuity. Meanwhile, same-day dining packages will be available at the Regal Eagle Smokehouse Craft Drafts and Barbecue for just $35. You can dine without a reservation there that day. enjoy guaranteed seats to eat to the beat later that day. And in order to check availability for that same-day dining package, just visit the Regal Eagle in the American Adventure Pavilion. Packages are subject to availability and may not be available on peak dates. Of course, the location of the concerts is the America Gardens Theater at the American Adventure Pavilion. The dates are Fridays through Mondays from July 27th through November 18th, with the show times for the, uh, for the uh, concerts being 5.30 p.m., 6.45 p.m., and 8 o'clock p.m. Additionally, local acts will be performing Tuesdays through Thursdays throughout the festival, but the Eat to the Beat dining packages will not be available for those dates. This program is brought to you by our official travel agent sponsor, BR Guest Vacations. Your dream vacation begins with Br Be Guest Vacations and their concierge team of expert vacation planners. Head on over to brguestvacationscom slash WDWNT and their team will design your next magical vacation from the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts to the Disney Cruise Line to Adventures by Disney and more. They're also able to book unforgettable VIP tours where you and your group can experience the ultimate park day. The best part is their concierge services are 100% free, so book today. Also a shout out to be our guest vacation, the proud sponsor of where in the world is Tom Corliss which will debut on July 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern as part of the 250th episode of WDW News tonight that's over on the wdwnt TV channel. Uh, it is a game segment, whatever you want to call it. it. it's the most complicated thing, the most complex thing we've ever done in the 16 year history of wwnt.com and the grand prize will be a four night moderate resort hotel stay at the walt disney world resort Um, some other fabulous prizes as well from our sponsors at uh, be our guest but uh, please tune in it is going to be a wild and super fun time a 2023 epcot international food and wine festival popcorn bucket is available a month early at popcorn carts in the park we picked up ours from the cart outside of the journey into imagination with figment attraction it's supposedly also available at the canada pavilion popcorn cart as well it's 25 dollars the popcorn gu- bucket should look familiar to many of you it's the same basic bucket as the perfect picnic basket popcorn bucket that was released at disneyland with the reopening of toontown and later at walt disney world at hollywood studios The bucket resembles a yellow wicker picnic basket uh, with a white uh, Mickey glove holding the handle. A white and blue checked blanket appears to be spilling out of the basket. The previous iteration of the bucket had a red and white checked blanket. A few friendly ants are attached to the basket. And an image for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival is on the flaps of the basket. It features Mickey, Minnie, and the World Showcase pictured around Spaceship Earth in shades of blue and red. The basket includes a dark blue strap pattern with the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival logo, Mickey and Minnie's faces, and cooking utensils. Um, so it is, you see it here, um, I don't know, I feel, Disney World and Disneyland, we keep just taking the buckets that already exist and reskinning them, and I don't think that's great. I think it's kind of lazy. Um, what I love is Tokyo, uh, Tokyo's still the king of popcorn buckets and sippers and all that kind of stuff, um, what I love there is the, what, the buckets don't last for long to begin with. When they're gone, they're gone usually, and you don't really see the same bucket come back. It doesn't happen. They don't often reskin them. It's not a thing. I think it really kills the specialness of these things if you just keep recoloring. Like, we're on the third color of that Cinderella coach. There, there have been too many Mickey balloon popcorn buckets for me to even tell you how many colors there are at this point. I've lost count. So, um, I don't know. I like the picnic basket. I thought it was great that it tied into Runaway Railway. Now that it's just being reskinned for things that don't even connect to it, I, I, I've lost interest. And I know you're saying, well, it's sitting on the desk. Well, yeah. We do buy stuff half the time to get better photos, to show you detail shots. It's, it's kind of impolite to, you know, ask the cast member at the booth, can we take this away and go photograph it over there? It's easier to just buy the thing and give you guys the content, honestly. It's June, which means it's almost Halloween. (laughs) That Doesn't mean that, but the first Halloween-themed piece of merchandise has arrived at the Walt Disney World Resort in the form of a t-shirt. The new t-shirt is $29.99. It's orange with the Walt Disney World logo in black lettering on the front and the lettering has a 3D effect thanks to a candy corn-colored shadowing uh, behind the words. On top of the D is, a, is uh, D of Disney is a black witch's hat with an orange strap around it. We found this at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Mickey's of Hollywood, but uh, this is easily the earliest we have ever seen new Halloween merchandise in, in the history of the parks. Two Hartman's Mountain Zebra foals have uh, joined the herd at Kilimanjaro Safaris at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, Dr. Mark Penning, the VP of Disney's Animal Science and Environment, shared photos of the foals on Instagram, writing, Double the stripes, double the fun. (laughs) Two playful Hartman's Mountain Zebra foals, Cricket and Dot, were born to moms Juno and Aziza and have been curiously exploring their new surroundings, Penning explained. The foals joined their dad Domino on the savannah after a couple of weeks of bonding with their mom backstage. Juno and Aziza are are both first-time moms. Cricket was born to Juno on May 29th and was named in honor of Pixar's A Bug's Life as a nod to Juno's nickname, Junebug. Dot was born to Aziza on June 4th. She was named after the Dots of a Domino as a reference to her dad as well as the young princess in A Bug's Life. How cute is that? Hartmann's Mountain Zebras live in Namibia and Angola, Africa. They are distinguishable from other zebra subspecies by uh, dewlaps on their necks and the lack of stripes on their stomachs. The International Union for Conservation of Nature classifies them as vulnerable due to hunting and habitat loss, so this is a celebrated uh, series of births. Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy will begin appearing in Avengers Campus at the Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris next month in honor of the land's one-year anniversary. Mantis will join Star-Lord and Gamora for the Guardians of the Galaxy Dance Challenge. She'll begin appearing on Saturday, July 1st, and continue to appear every evening throughout the summer. Guardians of the Galaxy Dance Challenge is the Paris version of California's Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Dance-Off that Mantis started appearing in last month to coincide with the release of Volume 3. Mantis replaced Gamora in the California version, but it sounds like she will appear uh, with the other two stars of the film in the Paris version. You can watch the Paris version of the existing show right here on our channel. There's also a ton of content I uploaded from when we went to the grand opening of The Land, including when I tried all of the food in The Land. Please check that out if you're going to be going to Disneyland Paris anytime soon. References to the seasonal variations of the Country Bear Theater shows have been removed from the Tokyo Disney Resort website, leading to rumors that the attraction will close. Country Bear Theater at Tokyo Disneyland is their version of the Country Bear Jamboree and was an opening day attraction for the park on April 15th of 1983. It was nearly identical to the original Walt Disney World show, except for being performed mostly in Japanese. However, over the years, as Walt Disney World shortened and modified the show, Tokyo not only maintained the original version, but continued to offer the seasonal versions that had long since been budget cut from Florida. Back from 1994 to 2019, the show performed the seasonal versions of the Jamboree based on overlays that were first introduced at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. The Country Bear Jamboree Vacation, excuse me, I almost said the Florida name. The Country Bear Vacation Jamboree, known as the Country Bear Vacation Hoedown in the U.S., was performed in the summer in Japan, while the Jingle Bell Jamboree version was performed in the winter. That was known here as the Country Bear Christmas Special. We already reported that the Vacation Jamboree wasn't returning this summer, and the status of the Jingle Bell Jamboree was up in the air. And although the seasonal shows have been suspended, the Tokyo Disney Resort website still stated the shows varied from 15 to 17 minutes, depending on which season you were there. It now says the show is about 15 minutes. That is the length of the standard non-seasonal show. The change was first spotted by Twitter user at TDR415. The change has led some to speculate that the attraction will close, but there is no real evidence other than the seasonal shows not being planned at the moment. And whether this website change indicates something bigger has yet to be confirmed. It's possible Tokyo Disney Resort is just officially ending those seasonal ones and that they uh, maybe will return or be updated for a future return. At this time again, there's no real proof that the Country Bear Jamboree in Tokyo is going away. However, it should be noticed, you know, we're going to get into some WDWNT history here a little bit. Um, let, me, let me weave this tale for you folks. So back in the mid-2010s, uh, Tokyo Disney decided that maybe it was time to update the Country Bear Theater. And so Imagineers drew up a new show. The new show would be, and again, there's been various versions of the show, right? For many years in, in Florida, the vacation show ran... The vacation show ran until the attraction was closed in California. Um, but so the plan was drawn up to have a version of the Country Bear Jamboree where the bears and their animal friends perform Disney movie music. So that is a show that was drawn up, and, and OLC, the Oriental Land Company, was very interested. And the, the rumor has it that the only reason that didn't happen was around that time Tokyo Disney Resort started to sell plush of the Country Bears. And apparently, it sold. they sold way better than they ever thought they would, which prompted them to put a hold or even cancel that Disney music show, uh, the Disney music version of the Country Bear show, which to give you an idea, um, some art that's floated out there had like, Buff Melvin and Max were wearing like theme park hats, mouse ears, one of them had like that princess, um, the tall princess hat. Um, You know, Henry had a Mickey Mouse shirt and they were singing Disney movie music, uh, essentially. So um, uh, fast forward a couple years to Walt Disney World in Florida. Some of you may remember this. In 2019, um, Walt Disney World was planning to close both the Country Bear Jamboree and the Enchanted Tiki Room in Florida. They never got to announce those plans because literally we started a letter writing campaign that got them to shelved that. Um, But the Country Bear Jamboree was going to be replaced in full with a show um, based on Woody's Roundup from Toy Story, which was an audio-animatronic marionette show of sorts. Um, So they canceled those projects. When they canceled the the Toy Story marionette show, they apparently immediately greenlit that Country Bear Disney music show for Florida. So that was pre-COVID going to happen. Then, when COVID happened, of course, Walt Disney Imagineering, most people within Imagineering were either, um, you know, a lot of people were furloughed, and then that eventually became layoffs, and then that led to the project being canceled at that time. So there have certainly been rumors around the Internet, some people saying that the Country Bears are going to perform New Orleans music or whatever the case may be, Frontierland's going away. I haven't heard any of that. I don't know the validity of that, but I will tell you that um, based on uh, our involvement in this story, that they came very close in in Tokyo and they came very close in Florida to doing that Disney music show. So if I had to put my money on anything, my money would be on the show that's already developed. Um, I think that's probably going to happen in Florida. And I think maybe that's back on the table in Tokyo. Maybe that's why they don't want to do the seasonal shows. But the other side of this is maybe Tokyo just doesn't want to spend the money to do the seasonal shows, which I know... We go on and on about how much more they care in Japan. And that's always been true. Obviously COVID um, has impacted all the parks around the world and Tokyo Disney is no different. There are certainly still many things that have not returned to normal at Tokyo Disney. Um, And this is one of those things. So um, I'm gonna wait to see what happens. I'm hoping this is just a temporary thing. If OLC has just decided for money reasons to cut the seasonal shows, I would say shame on them which I don't think is a thing I've ever said about them in all the years I've been visiting there. Um, but it's 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 a very much a thing I expect of Disney management. It's not a thing I expect of OLC management. And I certainly hope I'm wrong. And this is just still a temporary thing as they try to recover from um, the COVID era. Um, if it is the case that they're getting the Disney music show, I don't know how I feel. I think, you know, um, it would be sacrilege if there weren't already several other versions of the Country Bears that had been created, and I think there's an opportunity to do something good there. I would wait until I saw a final product to deem if they did the Country Bears justice. But I mean, uh, the Country Bears in their backstory are this traveling, famous band of bears that have uh, they've they've gone across the world performing all different kinds of music. Um, and I know this isn't spelled out in Florida. The queue. The queue in Tokyo is amazing. The waiting area, it has all this art that explains this backstory. And this show would kind of work with that. Um, so we'll wait and see. But but Japanese fans on Twitter are um, thoroughly convinced that the country bears are going away. I don't know that I believe that's the case, but um, I tend to believe that this Disney show is developed. It's, it's an easy do. I think it, it's easy to do. And I think management within the Walt Disney Company, it, it just seems like a thing they would love to do, infuse IP into the Country Bears, right? Infuse some Disney IP, so. We'll wait and see. I hope this is nothing, maybe it's something. Um, you know, uh, we'll let you know as we know more what's going on with the Country Bears around the world. Walt Disney Imagineering shared a first look at the Wandering Oaken Sliding Sleighs queue in the new World of Frozen Land opening this November at Hong Kong Disneyland. Alfred Lee, creative designer with the Hong Kong Imagineering team, showed off the coaster's queue in an Instagram video. The space resembles the wandering Oaken shop first seen in Frozen with wood walls and touches of green and red paint. There are sketches of the coaster on a desk and a totem pole of Frozen trolls. And Oaken himself appears in a sauna similar to the queue for Frozen Ever After at Epcot. There's also a statue of Olaf riding Sven in the queue, uh, which you previously saw in a photo shared by Disney Parks. But still no exact opening date. We just know November for the World of Frozen at Hong Kong Disneyland. For the absolute latest on these stories and all that didn't make it into today's show, be sure to check wwnt.com and follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. You can support the entire team behind this show and others by joining the WWNT Interglobe Society at patreon.com slash Get access to exclusive content, discounted show and event tickets, and more. Special shout-out to all of our WIGS members watching who watch this show every week. Make the show happen every week, I should say. While we're talking about WIGS members, I have something I could plug. Um, We have some new products coming out for our 16th anniversary next week. First of all, a WIGS exclusive shirt, which is, if you've ever watched our live programming, you've unfortunately seen this before. It's the Please Stand By, which happens when we have... Technical difficulties, we've turned that into a WIGS exclusive shirt, and it actually has the WIGS logo incorporated into that please stand by Mickey icon we do um, when that happens. These will be available next week. WIGS members only, and we only did 100 of these. We also only did 100 of our adjustable baseball cap. Isn't that great? Uh, We did a fitted New Era cap before, and the feedback we got was some people wanted an adjustable cap. And so we did it. Uh, Again, this will be available for everyone while supplies last next week at carouselofproducts.com. Also next weekend, there will be a very special sale from the uh, 6th through the 9th where you get 16% off. And we'll share the code with you next week here on the show. If you're a WIGS member, you'll get that code as well. But anyway, for the worldwide leader in Disney Parks news, this is Tom Corliss saying, enjoy the rest of your today. Have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow and a very happy 4th of July. I, I shouldn't say that, actually. We're going to we're be on Monday. I forgot. We don't get time off, folks. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> from WDWNT-TV, this is Park Center. Join us each week for news and discussion topics from the Disney and Universal theme parks around the world. We cover the stories in a quick, concise, and fun format, and then our panel breaks down and debates some of the biggest issues and what they mean for us, the Parks fans. From the latest announcements to openings and delays to scandals and snacks and merchandise and more, we'll cover it all in 90 minutes. Join us live every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube at WDWNT-TV or watch episodes on demand anytime. You can also subscribe to the audio version of the show on your favorite podcast app.